You're listening to WSKG News. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Fuolo. The issue of reparations for slavery has surfaced in the national conversation over the years. Now, one city council member in Reading, Pennsylvania, is working on building support for the idea. Anthony Orozco reports. On a warm summer afternoon, Danny Moore's barbershop in Reading is bustling. The walls are covered floor to ceiling with photos of civil rights icons, business cards, and quotes from titans of the black community. A recent proposal from Reading City Councilman Wesley Butler has the barbers and customers talking. Some are debating. There's no price with integrity, bro. Others are finding common ground. It's finally catching roots a little bit now. They've been put down in the back burner for the last hundred years, so now it's time to come around a little bit. Randy Johnson is in one of the chairs for a haircut. Yeah, I want to tell you something about the, about giving money for oppression. You can't give any kind of money on slaves' blood bleeding into the dirt. The topic of conversation is Butler's proposal to use some of the city's share of the Federal American Rescue Plan Act for payments to people in the city who are descendants of enslaved Africans. He offered it up during a city-sponsored event marking the Juneteenth holiday. I'm calling on Mayor Moran and my fellow counselors to allocate funding for these reparations. But direct payments are just one option. Free access and open admissions to public community colleges and universities. Technical education. Educational support programs. Retroactive forgiveness of student loans. At the age of 21, Butler is the youngest person to ever serve on city council. The college student is studying communications at Kutztown University. He is also the only current black member of council after Brianna Tyson resigned in March. When you're when you're black and you make it to a high place, you just feel a responsibility to give back to your community. Butler says having a voice in the direction of the city carries a lot of weight for him, especially because black people make up about 11% of Reading's population, one that has been majority Latino for more than a decade. Yeah, I'm look out for the whole city, but when it comes to an issue that I could help for my community, it just means so much more when you feel as though you can help them advance. Butler is looking at examples of how other cities across the country are addressing the issue, either by making pledges or implementing reparation programs. Places like Providence, Rhode Island. It's moving to use $10 million in American Rescue Plan funds to invest in the black community as a form of reparations. Another is Evanston, Illinois. It's believed to be the first municipality in the nation to implement reparations through a home improvement program funded by taxation on cannabis sales. Uh, but there is no shortage of how reparations can be funded. Robin Rue really Simmons is the former Evanston City Council member who spearheaded the effort. She says she's encouraged by Butler's vision, but notes it's important to look at things the city can directly address and fund. My strong position on local leaders initiating reparations and crafting legislation is, one, that they do it within their purview. Evanston's home repair program focused on black residents who lived in the city from 1919 to 1969, or are the descendants of someone who did. So far, it has funded 16 black home repairs, each getting $25,000 in funding. Simmons says it directly addressed racist housing practices in the city over those 50 years. And I can say now that a first step to uh, reparations 
in any community is to engage the black community on what repair looks like to that black community. They give it to everybody else, won't give us no money. We don't they don't want to give us a break in nothing. We don't get a break in anything. Back at Danny Moore's barber shop in Reading, the suggestions fly. Coincidentally, several mere ideas being kicked around or already being done in cities like Providence and Evanston. Moore says he'd like to see black business owners get more assistance in Reading. I like the tuition part and all that, but I'm looking at the businesses. We don't have too many black businesses in the city of Reading, and it seems like it's hard for them to get started in business. And it's not the college education. We need money to, to yeah, open uh, garages. You know I mean? While the conversation continues, each person is heartened by Butler's efforts. But note, the enslaving of their ancestors cannot ever really be repaired. Danny stops cutting a client's hair for a moment and holds up a framed list of historic black inventors. You cannot put a price on this. All the, all the contributions we made to this country, with all the contributions we made to this country, look at all the inventions, brother. Huh? How are you going to rep- recompense this? You know what I mean? We made billionaires out of people. Councilman Wesley Butler says he'd like higher education schools in the city, like Reading Area Community College, Albright College, and Alvernia University, to participate. Only a spokesperson for Albright responded in writing to request for comment. She says the school doesn't offer financial assistance specifically on race, but has implemented internal diversity and inclusion initiatives funding opportunities for students, and expanded courses in Africana studies. She did not comment on the possibility of offering free tuition based on reparations. Butler says he is talking with other members of council to explore ways to make reparations a reality in Reading. He has made history in the city once and says while he's still crafting his first draft of the actual proposal, he hopes to make history again. Anthony Orozco, Reading. This is WSKG News.